0: Welcome to episode three in our four-part series celebrating the amazing Jimmy Eat World. I forgot the band name for a second. Today we are talking about Bleed American! Bleed American. On this, the week of its 20th anniversary of when it originally was released, way back in two thousand one, when I was out of high school and Dante was
1: just graduating kindergarten. Ah, <laughs> huh, well, jokes on you. I didn't graduate kindergarten. <laughs> the first time, okay, okay, went back around again with my mm-hmm. a more appropriate age group, mm-hmm. um, and then and got it. Also, Good joke. if if for for the remainder of this episode. If you would please refer to it as their self-titled album. Um, I will not. If you will respect the lives lost during one of our darkest days, literally dozens of Al-Qaeda members are no longer with us. <laughs> literally dozens. And I think it's something that you need to take a little more seriously, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Why would...
1: Wouldn't we want it to be titled Bleed American, then? Who's we? Did you just admit that you're part of (laughs) Al-Qaeda? Wow. All right. Well, there you have it. (laughs) And we're... Oh, fuck my notes. God damn it. I don't have my notes. They're in my my backpack.
0: Typical. Typical, Uh, unprofessional Dante. Hey, just bam. I took my notes like an hour and a half ago. Yesterday, when we recorded our Clarity episode, I took my notes... I think maybe not after we hit the record button, but shortly before we were already on the zoom call. When I took my notes for the clarity episode, my dumbass was like, Oh, I've been listening to this album for fucking years. I don't need to take notes on this shit. I know these songs front and back. And then realized my first song came up and I was like, Hmm, I'm glad I took notes on this real quick. Yesterday as well with my clarity on our clarity episode, I had my clarity record standing up next to me on our, on our dresser. Uh, And I tried to do that today, but my copy of Bleed American is not a gatefold sleeve. And so it doesn't stand up and there's nothing within arm's reach for me to, uh, lean this up against. So now it's just sitting next to me. I have the, I think this is the second pressing. It does say Bleed American on it. It's not the self-titled version. I've got a story to tell about. How I acquired this, this record, that I'm sure will not interest Dante at all, but it was it was a fun find. If he ever comes back from getting his notes, I'll tell him about it. Well, look who's back, Amanda. We talked so much shit about you while you were gone. Who's we? Um, uh, me and Jim and uh, N- name the what members. Their names. No,
1: oh, God. <laughs>
0: Names aren't on the back. It was me, Jim Atkins, and Mark Trombino. We are all talking so much shit. You
1: can't name one of the other members Tom DeLong. De, uh, Tom.
0: <laughs> mm hmm. Zach?
1: Yeah. What is Zach? Drummer? Do? Yes.
0: Okay. Bass player? Ugh. Steve. It's not Steve. Dave. No. Jimmy. No, that's the singer.
1: It's the band Dante. It's Dante. Yep.
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't know the bassist's name. What's the bassist's name? Rick. Rick. Rick Rubin. Right. Okay. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've honestly, in the past month, mm-hmm. I have learned that the other singer's name is Tom, and that the drummer's name is Zach. And so now I know that the bassist is named Rick, and I might forget.
1: I've okay. always known Jim. Sure, sure. Speaking of Rick Rubin, I was listening to a mm-hmm. podcast earlier today, and they brought up System of a Down, and um, I had a nice little chuckle because mm-hmm. maybe more so than like the whole like kind of funny, begrudging acceptance of some good Third Eye Blind songs, or your like infatuation with Motion City soundtrack, mm-hmm. maybe more so than any of the those like you know quote unquote successes of the podcast. Uh-huh. Just the fact that you can no longer hate with a disgust. System of a Down is like yeah. very funny to me. It's like you like you now respect System of a Down. Yeah, I think they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's <is> very funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad. I'm glad I amuse you.
1: You you do, yeah. I mean that's good. We we make each other happy. We're friends. Hmm. Danny? Danny? What? We're we're friends? Yeah, yeah. We're friends. Hey buddy, it's okay. We're friends. We're pals. We're friends. I'm gonna call my mom. <laughs> Did Ben just come in? He actually just exited. Oh, uh, okay.
0: I saw the door move.
1: Yeah, he was under the bed, and now he's gonna lay in the bathroom. I guess. Oh.
0: So do you know? You know
1: how I got this? Uh, Dimple Records. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: I was being uh being nosy and and going around in the back. And there's all these boxes in the back by the by the roll up garage door thingy. I don't know if I cut it open or not, but I totally like started opening boxes back there. Bold. Bold, uh, and they were filled with fucking records. Because you know when, uh, when you get CDs at a store, you get them for a certain period of time, and then you return them. or you return them, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Uh, that doesn't work. With major labels and records, some indie labels will take their records back, but most majors don't. And so, what Dimble would do back in the day was apparently, when they couldn't sell these records anymore, they would just box them up and put them in the fucking warehouse, which is ridiculous.
1: For like, what was the hope? What was the end game in there?
0: No, no fucking clue. Who knows? Fucking idiots. Because when I when I started
1: there, there was. A minuscule little vinyl section because vinyl hadn't hit its its, its resurgence. Yet. I remember, um, well, maybe it was even, it even grown a bit when I got there, but it was kind of from what I remember, just like maybe a couple end caps or like yeah. one, like one shelf that was maybe like t- 10 feet wide and it was like both sides of it and there was a couple like tiers yeah, yeah, right, like it was kind of like a, a triangular mm-hmm. type of thing,
0: yeah. And it had didn't even have the things on the end, no, yet. no, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I started finding these records. I, I think I found boxes of used records first, and they were like good quality used records. And so I was like, we need to sell these, we need to put these out on the floor, a because I'm going to buy some of them, and b because people will buy them. Um, and so we started putting those out, then we find boxes of new records like long out of print new records. And so we put those out and uh, we put them out at discounted prices because uh, they just wanted to get, get rid of them. They were all out of these out of print records and they stupidly didn't like go to look them up online. Original pressings of fucking uh, good news for people who love bad news. Ooh, Yeah, so I got a copy of that. And Chris Larson, because uh, we, we, there was like five copies or something of that record. Uh, and we sent some out to Davis when, when Chris lived in Davis, he said he bought like three copies and sold them on, on eBay for a shit ton of money. Jeez. Um, but anyway, th- going through these boxes and I was like finding all these records that I wanted. And I found this, this little fucker that had been out of print for a long time. It's the second pressing. It's not the original pressing. Uh, but it still says "bleed American" on it, which I'm all about.
1: Yeah, because because of that group that you said you were a part of. of That group that I'm part of. Yeah. Um, anyway,
0: Dimple was pretty stupid. <clears throat> I'm surprised they stayed in business as long as they did.
1: I was so, I was so terrified of being in the back. Like I just felt like, oh, I do not. It's not okay for me to be here. Like so, there was our. There was a little like break room, and that was mm-hmm. that was like right before the back. And then there yep. was that that doorway to the back, and around the corner there was the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then there was that like little caged area that the cage. That <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what it was, was called? Was it Chris? Yeah, Chris Bergen. Yeah, boy, I barely remember that guy. And then uh, and then Kevin later, right? Kevin and then me. You were a cage man. You were a cage I man. Was-
0: I was a cageman, yes. I did
1: not, did not know that.
0: Yeah. Um, For a while, Melissa worked back there in the cage too. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, um, oh, not... Because there was a different position that I think they got rid of. Because when I first got hired, this girl, Lauren, did that. And she sat back in the cage. And I think she did the ordering or something like that. And then,
1: I think... No, was Amber- that like a long alongside Chris, like it was two people. It was two people in the cage. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and then do you remember Amber,
0: Amber wets, wetsky or something like that? Yeah.
1: I, I don't remember her last name, but I do remember Amber.
0: Um, that was her her too. And then Melissa did that for a while.
1: And then after Melissa did, I think they got rid of the position. So when Melissa did it, two entered the cage, but only one survived. True. True. And Mm. it was Chris. Dimple is a tough place. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, like like, I don't think I ever went near like that big door you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like that was just like I'm going to get yelled at. (laughs) I know I'm going to get yelled at. Like I was just – my whole life was just being terrified.
0: And you weren't there when they opened up the warehouse either, huh?
1: No, like when that became like the vinyl section.
0: Yeah, there was like – it was huge. Like it was that entire building now because there was – uh, a, a warehouse and that's where like the online st- orders would be processed yeah um, Okay. and then yeah there was the vinyl store all the way in the back and then there was another warehouse and that uh, just filled with shit just like boxes and boxes of shit that it was filled with and then like Kyle h- had an office back there in the other warehouse
1: right no I I never saw any of that yeah
0: uh, I I remember one time too walking I was walking through the back warehouse and I walked by and there's all these CDs like in in little 30 count boxes on the ground and they all have labels in them so that when somebody orders something online you you know exactly where to go to get it and I walked by and I looked down and it's Thursday's first CD uh, waiting and I, and I really wanted when I was collecting CDs still I really wanted the original pressing of that because the disc had different artwork on it and so I picked it up and I saw it and I was like oh shit this is the original one and so I put a note on it and left it on Kyle's desk can I buy this and uh, he's like uh yeah cool cool yeah you could buy that but uh don't uh don't pull things out of here
1: anymore Uh, cool cool piece of shit (laughs) did he have his own catchphrase he always said Uh cool cool I I don't remember that at all. I just... Didn't you work there for six and a
0: half goddamn years?
1: (laughs) Uh, 13 months? (laughs) 13 months. Okay. (laughs) I think it was 13 months. In and out. Yeah.
0: Oh, God. I worked there for so long.
1: You really did.
0: I did. I moved up, too. But barely ever got a raise.
1: Boy, I was thinking about that not that long ago, about Mm -hmm. the pay. How... How did I do anything with? Yeah, it was like so microscopic, microscopically above minimum wage. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did get
0: Rex, bless his soul, got me like a, I want to say a dollar 25 or a dollar 50 raise once. That's pretty significant, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, but then after that, it was like, oh, yeah, you can have 25 cents.
1: I remember when, yeah, when I went from just whatever, like, bottom of the ladder, you know, reg one, whatever mm-hmm. type person yeah. to, like, you know, being able to, like, you know, Do you open a shift or whatever. Yeah. Um, What was that called? What was... Like, Did you become, leader? like,
0: a shift, a key holder or whatever?
1: Yeah, I was a key holder. Oh, uh, look at you. But it was like, yeah, it was like maybe a 50 cent raise. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The raise was not significant. It
1: it might've been a quarter. And I remember, so I got this, um, I got this like promotion if Mm -hmm. you want to call it that, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't for like another, I don't know, like month before, like they actually got me a key or I, I can't remember what it was. Um, Or no, like they got me the key and like I was able to do everything, Mm -hmm. but I didn't get my raise for like a month or six weeks or something like that. Oh, weird. Weird. And I remember like asking Rex about it and he was like, he was like, you just like, you just got the promotion and we haven't even like done this or this yet. And, (coughs) or like, you're not officially, you know, you don't officially have this title yet. But I was like, yeah, but, like, you're having me do all of the things yeah, yeah, yeah. that that position does, meaning, like, I have the responsibility, meaning I could fuck up in the way that a, like, keyholder could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I should, I should be compensated <laughs> like that. And I need to like, be compensated
0: remember, for my fuck-ups, please.
1: Well, I mean, if you burden the possibility, like, if you yeah, have the burden yeah. of more responsibility, right, you should, anyway... Why am I relitigating this? Uh, like, twelve years after or whatever. Yeah, For I mean more, longer than that, I guess. But
0: man, I got a bit of a bump when I think I got a bit of a raise tw- twenty five cents or fifty cents when I became shift lead, and then another when I became in charge of
1: returns. Was that when you were in the cage?
0: No, no, no. Returns. You're basically a regular employee except you have the ad- added responsibility of collecting all the CDs to send back to the labels and stuff. Gotcha. Um, Kevin did it before me and I can't remember who was before Kevin, but um, so you're still doing the same stuff. You're still like doing shift lead and buybacks and all that, but you just have that added responsibility. And then when I became uh, the receiver in the cage, then they were like, no, this is a lateral position. So you don't get a raise this time. And I did that for like a year. And then I was like, I went in and asked Drew if I could have a raise. And he said, no,
1: that's such horseshit. Yeah. 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 They, Oh my God. Because giving you an extra $4 per shift Mm -hmm. or whatever, it's going to break them. They'd have to shutter, shutter the windows. Yep. Um, now, I would imagine a perk of that job, of that position, would be you no longer have to deal with customers. Yeah. So
0: that was that was a good thing um, until they moved the cage. Let's see. What was there before? Do you remember where the DVD backstock was? Yes. So like right when you walk through those little saloon doors, like you're going to To the go, right. To the right, there was the DVD yeah. backstock. They made that the cage. So you were out in the open. So I was, they put like tall DVD walls, but you could see through them, which was great because I could see people stealing things and, and go kick them out of the store, but people could see me too. And so people would come up and be like, Hey, do you guys have Shrek too? Like through this thing. And you know, the third time they ask, I finally either hear them finally or acknowledge them finally. One of the two. Uh, and oh there's like right up here, there's a speaker that is the, I swear, the loudest speaker in the building. Oh God. I was, I it's was a, furious when they moved the cage from the back.
1: It's always the speakers you're closest to that are the loudest. Uh, isn't right? that
0: weird how that works?
1: <laughs> I I remember that area. I got to, when I bought everyone in my family, like used DVDs yep, or CDs yep, for Christmas, yep. but I you shrink wrap them. Em. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so, no, no, this is new grandma. This is the new Opeth record you wanted. Is that Did I even say the band name right? Opeth? That's a band, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was <laughs> just like trying to think of like the first like metal band that would uh, not please a grandma's ears. Yeah. Also, you would uh do that weird polishing thing that like scrapes off a layer of disc.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. it through the repair machine or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Love, love when the people would come in to get that done, and it was like, uh, "Did you like tie this like to your like car wheel before yeah, yeah, yeah. you came here?" Like,
0: just like, I mean, I'll, I'll take your dollar fifty or however much it costs, but
1: it's not yeah, gonna work. No, like, you used this as a hockey puck for mm-hmm. an entire season. Um, <laughs> pretty amazing.
0: Uh, anyway. Enough dimple talk. Let's talk about Bleed American. Okay. I put my my <laughs> put my five songs in order.
1: Like it's a top five. Like this it's time. a top
0: five this time.
1: Wow. Yep. Yep. Switch them around. Sure, no, absolutely. And I wouldn't be surprised if one of us switches again while we're doing this. <laughs> um, you said yesterday uh-huh. that picking five off Bleed American was much easier than Clarity. Yeah, with I mean within seconds. Less than a minute, I had five songs. Is that indicative of the overall strength of this album? Do you think?
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I have spent more time with this album as a whole. Uh, I think this album is it. This album doesn't have any blisters, if you know what I mean. Yes. Okay. Good.
1: (laughs) And it just also. I think I disagree.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's no songs I skip. There's songs that I don't really like that much, but nothing but that I don't like enough to where I skip.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, it's not like oh, this song.
1: Yeah, it, I mean it's not done with hate, but it's just like Ugh, like yeah. I I don't need it. Hmm. hmm. I think there will be some overlap. I think there will be a lot. I think it's going to be a, at least the same, so 3. You think hmm, okay. Boy, but you think maybe four? That would be amazing. I don't think so. I think two or three. Yeah. I think two for sure. Mm-hmm. I think... I have a guess of what your top one is. Okay. In fact, I am very confident, which means uh, I'm going to look extra silly when I'm wrong. <laughs> um, my top
0: my top two, uh, depending on my mood, could be flipped, flipped or flopped.
1: I think your... One and two are my two and three, hmm. Hmm. but we really haven't talked about this album ever before. Not really. So this like is just kind of based.
0: World comes up, we're talking about clarity.
1: Yeah. Oh, clarity! Yes, oh man, that's so good. Do you remember? Do you remember yesterday when we talked about clarity? I do remember that.
0: Mm. I have so much more um, to say
1: today, though.
0: <laughs> about Blue American, I, I prepared more. Like good, I said yesterday, I I took notes like seconds before we started and today uh, i made my playlist last night i listened to the playlist of a couple times today uh and then i listened to two episodes of our our buddies your buddies our buddies nah. uh what did we last time we did uh where we didn't know justin's name so justin and uh, david it's david no it's dante
1: Justin and Dante. That's No, I'm I'm done. Wait, who am I? David. David? Okay. I listened to two episodes right. of
0: Jimmy Eat Pod. Jimmy Pod World.
1: Jimmy Pod World. Yeah, yeah.
0: On, on two of the songs that I picked for my top five. And so I've got like
1: things to talk about.
0: I now have a video that I want to share.
1: That's going to be good. Good, because uh, though I prepared in the same way and have a couple pages of notes here Mm -hmm. printed out Mm -hmm. as always I feel like I don't I don't have as much to say or at least I don't have as much to say with the same passion as I did yesterday for Mm -hmm. clarity ah the listeners even a week later are probably still they're still (laughs) trying to cool themselves down from all the passion that was coming through their headphones during our clarity episode And, and I don't know that that will be here today and
0: yeah, this, I, I, this I, one doesn't have any of that—the uh, post-rock aesthetic that that Dante likes so much. This okay? Let's
1: let's just get into it. Okay, you want to start with number five? No, that's not what I mean. I mean, listen, like trying to come up with a playlist for this. I agree, wasn't like the songs that ended up being cut in like you know the sixth or seventh spots. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nearly as painful as like trying to cut the same for clarity. Yeah, yeah. And I just realized, well, first of all, I think I've spent a lot more time with Clarity mm-hmm. than Bleed American, mm-hmm. and you've spent more time with Bleed American. Yep. It made me realize I don't love this album as much as maybe I think I did. Hmm. Like Bleed American has always been this like staple for that time, for the genre, and it's, it is beloved and all of that. And then I went back and was just like, that's pretty good.
0: Yeah. Clarity... Clarity is a more interesting album. They do interest interesting things. Something that the Jimmy Pod or Jimmy Pod World guys were saying was, uh, with Clarity, they threw everything they had at that album, uh, everything in the kitchen sink. I believe they said the album is great, but it didn't sell well, and then they were thus dropped from from Capitol Records. And with Bleed American, their goal was to just make a, a pop rock record or whatever. And that's what they did. So I think there was maybe more, more effort in like an interest intricacy kind of way on clarity where the effort on this was to make an album of bangers, which I think
1: they did. And so it's, it's going, that's interesting because not that people can't like both. I mean, I like both, yeah, but yeah. they are going to appeal more strongly to slightly different audiences. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm I fit I guess a little bit more into the clarity camp. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I think
0: that makes sense with like your overall likes and interests in music, with you know your your love of post rock and shoegaze. I think that's more on that on the clarity side of things. They have interesting picked guitar parts, longer songs, stuff like that. And then this record has a bit more of their like emo punk uh, roots showing through. And I think that's why I lean more into this one. Plus I just, all in all, cause I, I own this one on CD. Clarity I'd, I'd never owned until I bought it on vinyl. I just had okay. a downloaded copy of it. Right. Um, and so Bleed American it came out in 2001. I was fucking 19 years old, 20 years old, delivering pizza and just listening to this album over and over again.
1: Oh, yeah. We get some pizza stories today. Yeah,
0: we get some pizza. St- the, oddly enough, the memory I have of delivering pizza uh, is of a song that is not in my top five.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: It's a mm. fine song, but it's not top five material for me. Okay. We'll see if, if it's, it's in uh, your top five. It's not.
1: Um, all right. Who wants to go first? Um, I went first yesterday. So, uh, all you right, so you'll go, go first. F- okay. I think mm-hmm. the results might surprise you. Ooh. You're starting with number five, correct? Correct. Number five. <laughs> Cautioners. Number five. <laughs> the, the, for some reason, the butt of my joke. I was gonna say the much maligned <laughs> Cautioners. And it's a great fucking song. The least played song from this album on Spotify. Interesting. Like I, we made the joke last week about like because you you referenced Cautioners and it was so funny because it's like it, it, who yeah. fucking references Cautioners, <laughs> uh, and the answer is nobody because people yeah. listen to every other song on that album more than this. Interesting. Um, which. I kind of understand. Sure. I well, think it's it, it base though, man, you cut it out before the base came in. Yeah, buddy. You, th- you know, I got more timestamps. Let's focus on one thing at a time. That's um, Mario. Let's give Zach his his flowers right now. That's uh, we're kind of getting into Tony Thaxton territory, where it's a fairly simple drummer for Motion City, fairly simple yes. drum part, but it's it's very creative and looks like sounds like it could be a bitch to play. Yeah, but uh, re- really catchy right off the bat, and it's hard to do that with drums. It's anytime like drum solos bad this part that is solo drums good yeah yeah i mean i i realize there's like some like synth or whatever some keyboard in the back like just laying yeah, down yeah, in a bed yeah. but this is the bleed american song that is just most like a vibe yeah yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't i mean i guess someone could go oh, the middle is my whole vibe and like all right fine but sure, this sure. this song is to the truer meaning of it is a vibe. And I think it's the song on Bleed American that would sound least out of place on Clarity. Agreed. I could go with My Sundown as well, but... Sure.
0: Definitely uh, cautioners.
1: And I think for those reasons and for that, what you were talking about earlier about their their vision... Mm-hmm. For each of these albums, mm-hmm. people that are going to listen to Bleed American aren't going, t- they're not going to Bleed American for songs like Cautioners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So exactly. Cautioners kind of gets, it doesn't skipped get its over. fair, fair due. Yeah. It gets skipped over. Yeah. I, I have, uh, yeah, don't worry. We're going to, we're going to hear what you want to hear. Yeah. Does it a couple times. We're going to go from 141. And, uh, yeah, that that bass is doing work, the drums are still very cool, and they're just just fucking creating their own little atmosphere. Mm Mm-hmm. That, that's all I need. A couple memorable lines in this song. Um, I'm making my piece and making it with distance, mm-hmm. which he he follows up with maybe that's a mistake, but I, I like that he's saying, like, I'm just going to, you know, maybe run away from the problem or just, you know, re- retreat or, like, re- recede within himself, you know, whether it's physical distance or, like, emotional distance. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is certainly something I resonate with because, ooh, boy, can I just uh, cut someone out of my life and uh, never think about it again. Um, It's, yeah, it's uh, a a skill that uh, does not come without some some scars and some regrets, and it's probably not the healthiest way to deal with these things. Um, And then he says, uh, I like when he says, you'll change your mind come Monday. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, but like the specific, the specificity of Monday, like, <laughs> like, you know, we had a good weekend and then it kind of all went to shit again. Yeah. Um, I, I really like. And so, you know, so, so number five, I, I don't want to talk about it too much. And, and really, the song is kind of similar throughout. If, if you like what you heard in those drums and you like the idea of kind of clarity-esque, spacey, pretty guitars, then then you'll like this song. And, and that's why it's my number five. Yeah. Good choice um
0: see the store is out of raspberry sparkling water i'm gonna i'm going with as my substitute cherry or what do you think
1: lime Ooh, i i do like the lime boy yeah i I would either boy those are good choices either teen cherry or lime squirts Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. two two top top choices okay okay see if they have those
0: while we wait here's my number five Get it faster. The reason this is my number five is because of these fucking licks. If anyone tries to tell you Jimmy at World can't rock,
1: you just play him that part right there. Absolutely, I I really do think that one that one part justifies that pick. I I toyed around with picking that; it is not mm-hmm. in my top five. But I it would have been kind of a one timestamp song choice, and it's not like the rest of yeah. the song is good. Yeah, it, it, it is, but it's just like you're kind of waiting for that part to come the whole time. Yes. I remember you know, like doing buyback, not buybacks, um go backs mm-hmm. at Dimple, just, you know, an arm, a, a skinny ass forearm <laughs> full yes, of, yes. you know, CDs. <laughs> and that song being on the, you know, sound system and being mm-hmm. like, ooh, I, I really wish this came around again, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great, great wow. choice. Such a good one
0: really that's the only reason it's on, it's in the five spot i i could have put another song there but i just had to bring up that
1: that fucking riff it's worth it just to play that 100% yes. Yes. it's it's kind of like last week like i i like the entire song of clarity but that course mm-hmm. has a kind of like similar yeah. you know harder type riff and it's mm-hmm. like yeah boy i just really like fucking rocking out to this yep yep all right number 4 Number four, speaking of hard rock. No one in town, I know. okay that's all i can play because i don't want to get too sad <laughs> don't
0: want to get emotional
1: um this re- so hear you me mm-hmm. this is a song that even though it's one of my favorites mm-hmm. it's in my top five yes i will skip this song because i just might not be ready too sad Yeah, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this might be a good playlist for a bonus episode of uh, good songs we avoid because (laughs) you can't fucking get through. Yeah, (laughs) but it it had to be on on the list because it's my one of my favorite types of these songs by any band. Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm.
1: And and so I I wanted to include it. This is going to sound very (laughs) gross. I got goosebumps writing some of these notes. Oh, I have just a a few timestamps here. Well, first of all, Danny, is this in your top five? It is not in my top five. I do have a pizza related story about this
0: song. And I have also listened to the episode of Jimmy Pod World and I don't care about this song. You don't care about the song? No, I do care about this song. Jimmy Pod uh, World and I don't care. That's the name mm -hmm. of the podcast. It's a weird, I don't understand the name either.
1: (laughs) All right. Um, (laughs) This is one thirty. And mm, they give you a nice little keyboard melody. So good. It is. It is. So good. But... They don't just play soft and safe this whole song because at 2.54, we get a little fucking shredding. Ooh. Whoa, did Joe Satriani just join the studio? <laughs> the, the last part is somehow, last part that I'll play at 3.33. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is only like nine seconds. <laughs> it is a lovemaking part. Um, somehow, this part is even quieter and sadder than the rest of this super quiet and sad song.
2: Sing to you just one more time. Song for a heart so big. God wouldn't let it live
1: oh, I know, I stopped it right before that, s- it. that cymbal swell. Right when my fist
0: needed to go in the air.
1: I know. I know. I'm sorry you're gonna have blue nucks but uh, <laughs> blue. that that line always fucking killed me. I know, I know. So fucking Jesus hard. Jesus Christ. I know But I guess it's I I didn't even have the course As a A timestamp Should I just Should I continue from where That stopped And and play some course All Alright You can get your fist ready again Okay May angels Yeah, Danny's gonna get too sweaty if we keep this up. Danny had his, <laughs> his his arms up and he was like swaying side to side. Maybe he was holding fake lighters in in one of his hands. Hard that to tell. was the
0: idea at first, but then I was like, "Oh no, I'll do the swaying back and forth thing." Why is that a I, thing?
1: I, on the other hand, would just be like hugging myself, <laughs> like curled so, up so so tight. Yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, I don't want to ignore this part. I there's a great um part of this song where i gosh i forget her name what was the 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 female like singer they had on so many of their songs she's so good and then they changed it i think like they got a different woman from that dog oh i don't know what that is it's a band she was also on some
0: some weezer songs as well good thing i had this record here are you thinking
1: of cat dog no (laughs) rachel hayden Rachel Hayden. well, I be Rachel loving her singing on this song? (laughs) Um, They have like a little back and forth and, you know, harmonize a bit. Mm -hmm. This song is probably, you could say, (sighs) but, you know, and I would not mind if you push back on this because I don't really know what I'm talking about, as everybody well knows. (laughs) Um, I feel like this song is probably a little formulaic as far as like these types of ballad ballads go, but sure. I feel like okay, they're going to do the soft piano part, they're going mm-hmm. to do the the female harmonizing backup singer part, yeah. they're going to do the like even quieter part into a big swell mm-hmm. into the final chorus, like it's all kind of by the numbers They're going to have a, a,
0: a fan blowing through your hair solo right in the middle of it
1: Sure. N- none of the guys in Jimmy world really have uh, <laughs> hair, like, hair flowing type of capabilities. Yeah. But, yeah. yes, I, I, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you, me. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> but, like we talked last week, if this is, you know, by the numbers, if this mm-hmm. is formulaic, they, like, did it perfectly. Hmm. Yeah. I, yep. I just, it's, I fucking love this song. It's but, a really uh, <clears throat> great song. Now, Danny... Yeah. I hear you have an interesting story about this song and some pizza? Huh? I do. I don't know. This is the way
0: I remember it in my head. Did it actually happen this way? I don't know. Uh driving around uh Wilton, California listening to It's Near Outgrove. It's like the the rural the ruralist part of rural Outgrove, Wilton. Listening to this album singing along, wiping my tears away, dripping them on the pizza, whatever. Uh, and I deliver a pizza to a a nice man who has very large dogs. They're sweet dogs. I always pet them when I would deliver his pizza. But this man claims to be, or claimed to be, Courtney Love's father. And he would come in to... I don't think it was. it was when... I went to deliver pizza to him. It was when he would come into the pizza shop, fat Mike's pizza. He would come in and he would just go on and on about how much he hated Courtney, his daughter, Courtney love and how she killed Kirk Cobain. And he would go on and on about all this. And I've got the evidence. I've, I wrote a book about it and all this shit. But I specifically remember listening to this album and delivering pizza to him. And I thought that was, and th- this album and for some reason, this song, Always makes me think
1: of that. Would he talk about it to you when you would deliver pizzas? Would it ever come up? I can't remember if the first time I
0: heard about it, it was him telling me when I delivered pizza to him or when he was at the shop. Because he would come into the shop during the afternoon sometimes as well. But he will talk to anyone that listens about this.
1: Was he a large gentleman? Yes. Was he balding? I think so. Do you remember him having a, mm, let's say, round nose? I don't this remember that. going to send you something in the chat. I'm just going to send you a Sweet. link in the chat. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, doing some sleuthing, sent you the longest link there is. Oh, the long link. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that's what uh, my favorite Zelda character likes to hear. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's him. Really? That's that guy. Well, then that's him. Oh, and he,
0: yeah, he's got a book. Love Kills, The Assassination of Kurt Cobain. That's Oh, wild, yeah, and that's man. his car in the background of that picture. He would His dog would take up the entire back seat of that Mercedes.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, Confirmed. he lives Wilton. Wow. Anyway. That's probably the most interesting thing we've ever talked about on this I podcast. I think so. I think so. We wrap do, you it know up? The,
0: do you know what this song is about real quick? I didn't uh, know this until I listened to the I don't episode. know some
1: like YMCA counselor that made a big impact on them or something. <laughs> uh, it's about
0: um, Michael and Carly, who were um, two young women who would uh, like run the Weezer fan page or something like that, uh, and they would book shows in the the area that they lived and they would always let bands stay with them. But they Mm. were driving home late one night, Michael and Carly and their other sister, I believe. And Oh God, I can't remember if all three of them died or just the two of them, but they died in a car wreck. Um, I believe in Colorado was where they were from. Uh, a bunch of bands got together and they had like a tribute show and Weezer has a song called Michael and Carly. Uh, and also says, hear you, me, because that was something they would say is hear you, me. And so Jimmy World and that dog played the tribute show and Weezer, Jimmy World and other bands as well.
1: That's fucking extra sad. It is.
0: It made it more sad. Like the song was sad to begin with, but then I found out it was what, it was about Michael and Carly and it, it, for some reason it made it more sad.
1: Their younger sister died as well. Hmm.
0: Were they sisters or friends, Michael and Carly? Sisters. Sisters. Okay. Yeah, it's very sad. Mm. But yeah, they did a lot for, like, touring musicians and stuff, and and running fan sites and stuff. And so it was a wow. big, big, big deal when they when they died. I mean, I don't right. remember because I was too young, but I do remember the story because of the Weezer song.
1: Oh, there's a picture of them with Weezer. Man. Well, probably not going to hear this song for another three years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, let's listen to, to my number four song. It's nice and easy.
2: What's wrong baby? Don't they treat you like they should: Did you take them
0: It's so fun. If you don't, don't, Dante. If you don't
1: don't and i won't okay and i didn't because it did not make my list oh man no we're we not gonna have any matchups <laughs> no like the my next two i think you will for sure have okay okay but, but yeah, fuck, I, who knows
0: i lo- i really love this song this was a pretty quick pick hashtag quick pick hashtag quick pick since hearing it in 2001 every basically every time i had a crush on a girl, I was like, let's walk on the beach and almost touch hands. (laughs) Because
1: I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, Where where were you? Oh, I guess you were near a beach for a little bit.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, drive. Just, it was mainly the, like, we almost touched your hand. Like, the way his voice wavers all the time.
1: I love the way he sings. He has so much... For for a emo alt-rock band, he has, like, so much country in his voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, again, Jimmy World does so many things that separates them from, you know, the bands that they would tour with, the other bands mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. of that era and that genre, where that, that's one of the great things about them is that they, like, whether it's just, you know happy accident their their specific influences the fact that they're from mesa arizona i have no (laughs) idea but everything they do is so jimmy eat world yes and even the songs that you know maybe would sort of like it would make sense in a playlist of you know popular emo or rock from that time Mm -hmm. i still feel like their stuff stands out because it's just a little bit off yeah yeah i agree and his voice is a big part of that his voice is a big part of that
0: I've got a couple little timestamps here. First one at 35 seconds. I've driven on 405 past midnight.
1: Go to bed. (laughs) I was much younger. It's too late, mister. But Too late. You know what? If I was driving on the 405 past midnight, do you know what I would say? What? i'll stay up as late as it takes okay that was from a clarity I, song i know i know uh <laughs> danny got mad at me i didn't get mad at you you gave me an, a face and then an okay that basically said are you done okay that's enough
0: can i play my next timestamp, please <laughs> don't <laughs> I, lo- I just I love the repetition of don't I that has just always been like my favorite one of my favorite things to sing along to for some reason um and when he says I need this I need this it's
1: excellent I love the repetition I'm I, not usually a repetition guy you're 100% right they do they 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 know hooks, man. And sometimes they're yeah. just like these little things, like repeating that one word. Or sorry, I was laughing because you were kind of breaking up, oh. and so <laughs> the the singing and the movements uh, ended up being very very fun over here. Um, but I still heard it all and and, yeah, and yeah. agree. Last night I posed a question to Shoe Gay's Girl mm-hmm. about Bleed American, and and she said, you know, she said it's not her favorite album, but. There's a few songs she likes, and uh, this was one of the three she mentioned. This hmm. is a, a shoegaze girl.
0: Shoegaze girl pick. approved. What, yeah. uh, does she have a favorite album?
1: I don't know. I, I I don't know that Jimmy World is you know a band nearly as important the... to her. At, no, they're a band. She knows oh, they're a band. Wait, really? Yeah, I, I don't know that. We haven't had a clarity talk yet. You know what? And it's it's been a few months. So it's, it's probably about time. time.
0: It's a, it's about time.
1: Yeah, let me get her on the phone. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: this song is really, really nice. That's, I mean, it's it's just a nice song, and especially when I was young and had a crush on someone, I feel like this would end up on a playlist or just a song that I would I would enjoy listening to
1: because he talks about almost touching hands. Now you and Amanda mm-hmm. met when you were about thirty. I think I was 29. God, just young bucks. Wow. I know. I know. And is is Amanda same age or I, I have no yeah, idea. Yeah,
0: she is technically nine months older than me. I mean,
1: technically, like
0: <laughs> we're born in the same year, but she's nine months older.
1: You sure. Wow. Good for you, man.
0: <laughs> um, I like the cougar. Limits. What can I say?
1: <laughs> and what would Amanda's reaction to that be? I don't know. She was laugh. An, an eye roll. Yeah, probably an eye roll. Did you ever make a playlist for her?
0: I did. She has. She has. I was first going to say little to no interest, but I'm just going to stick with no interest in anything remotely punk.
1: <laughs> That's so weird. Cause I. You could not play me if you don't. Don't. And I know. I know. Make punk cross my mind, but at like all. pop punk, anything like that. Yeah. I mean, what's the closest, like, she would come? Da- Danny's just, I think he lost control of his neck. He has, like, a, a, a bobblehead thing going on and a uh, smug smile. I don't,
0: I don't even know,
1: man. Well, so what kind of music hey, would Amanda. you Hey, co- Amanda. Oh, God.
0: Yep, you asked for it.
1: This is what I get for taking an interest in your relationship and your decade-long history with your wife. She's, she's r- rightly ignoring you. Yeah, she's ignoring me.
0: But yeah, anything anything like punk, pop punk, anything like that, she's she doesn't care about. She likes so what, pop music, she likes indie rock, she likes hmm. Folky stuff.
1: Uh yeah, that kind of that kind of thing. Do you remember any of the songs that were on the playlist you made for her? And were you trying to kind of woo her at this point? I was trying to woo her. Um Let's see. What was on there?
0: There was a hold steady song. It wasn't Big just your star. impression.
1: What? It wasn't just your impression. So at one point you did an impression of the guy from the hold steady. Oh,
0: I did do an. Imp- oh, I totally forgot about that. <laughs>
1: hey,
0: <laughs> there he is.
1: Um, uh, oh, well, you're me of the, of a, the beginning of a great song. Um, now you keep talking. I'm going to okay, okay. find this song. I'd rather be listening to.
0: Gosh, what else was on there? It's hard to remember. It was so long ago. Big Star, I know, was on there. The song 13 and The Hold Steady. I remember being on there. Mm, Possibly an Alkaline Trio song, which is in the pop punk realm. So she probably skipped it every time she listened to the CD. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Alkaline Trio. I can see where that would not be. Uh, This is kind of... I'm very much speaking in generalities here, but... Uh, depending on the woman, I could see where Alkaline True would be a big misfire. <laughs> it's a sweet song. What, what song do you say? It's called, uh, We Can Never Break Up. A oh B-side. boy, I, that's, just that title's not good to put on a <laughs> playlist. Uh, you're mine forever, I own you. <laughs> you are, you are bound to me. Mm-hmm. So do your, do that same hold steady impression. Hey! (laughs) Song rocks. What
0: is that? Piebald. Oh, oh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Probably Friends with Jimmy World. Probably played together. Probably. Hey, you're part of it. Is it that song?
1: Yeah. 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 Song is so good. (laughs) I don't really like that song. You're a fucking. I know it's like,
0: it's like super popular as far as piebald goes, but yeah, I'm just not part of it. I guess.
1: I mean, it's it's really that chorus. Like that chorus is just so good, and it it has. Who was it? There was a oh say anything. There was a song where he does like kind of a angry like almost not quite spoken word, but kind mm-hmm. of spoken word. And you said he was trying to rap. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and the, the, the verses of this piebald song are kind of, I mean, he's sort of talking. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So I can, Hey, see
0: I, you're part of it. <laughs> <laughs> try, try to do piebald, The whole steady cover, <laughs> the whole steady
1: covering piebald.
0: Hey, um,
1: <laughs> you're part of it. You're getting I mean, you're getting real close to Springsteen. I, uh, which yeah. the fucking the whole study guy, guy is love is to hear.
0: Not trying to hide that.
1: Yeah. Oof. All right. Give me number three, buddy. Number three, I'm going to be very surprised if this is not on your list. Okay. Not as surprised as I'll be if the next song is not on your list though. Okay. Here we go. My number three from Check's notes. Jimmy Eat World. Mm-hmm.
2: It's how the hustle goes. See what the jukebox knows.
1: This is nope. the assort. Fuck <laughs> the assorty song i the I think i can't i want to blame me fucking up the pronunciation on you saying no yeah 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 but I might have been fucking it up before <laughs> you said anything it's hard to tell the authority song uh which is not on danny's list i'm I'm a little surprised yeah this is this is one that's on
0: the if i'm in the if I'm in the wrong mood it's getting skipped oh
1: you know i i can i understand it mm-hmm. has i I can't remember if you've if you said you haven't seen this movie before uh that thing you' do. That thing you do, that thing you'll do. You do, <laughs> we do. It, I haven't seen any of those. Okay, well, so I guess you won't get this, but that just that opening that I played just mm-hmm. it has that mm-hmm. kind of oneaters yeah, like yeah, yeah. early '60s type of clap like, along type yeah. of rock exactly. And yeah, I can see not necessarily being in the mood for that, but mm-hmm. boy, so much of the song is just very. It's it's super catchy. It's it's way more on the poppy side of yeah, yeah, yeah. pop punk. They they say the title of the song they do. in it, which I like. And I, I'm just gonna get to uh, what boy. What song was it in Clarity where I was talking up the uh, the pre-chorus? Mm. Let me pull my notes out. I got I got all my uh, look at that. Let's see. This is uh Taylor Swift. <laughs> my daniel type you want to look over my notes for uh for that that daniel stripe tiger song i can never pronounce right because i kept saying slalom <laughs> Slalem. fucking an idiot and that that's good that'll be good for uh, our
0: eventual coffee table book that we put out one day and has scans of
1: your original fucking notes. way too many slurs to get published <laughs> Um, but anyway, I Jimmy World, they are so good at doing a quick... It's not even a pre-course, because it might only be like two lines or two bars. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just this little link from verse to course that is so good. So I'm going to play... Well, I, I guess I'll play this through through the course, because it, otherwise it's going to be like a three-second part. Here we go. Okay. So we are at 38 seconds. I got no secret purpose! Danny did the air drums. I did the air drums. Up. The it's pop, really, pop, pop, pop. It's unforgettable. Yes, sir. Um, and then, then that chorus, just that that do I harmony um, mm-hmm. with with Rachel, whose name I've always known, and and you know Rachel from that dog, who a, a band that I'm familiar with. Are you going to mm-hmm. pull out and tell me it's not her on this song? I I want to double check.
0: Jim Atkins, Rich Burt brunch, brunch, brunch.
1: (laughs) Oh, sorry, I'm not hungry. I had a rich brunch. (laughs) Travis
0: Keller and Doug Messenger. Timely hand claps. It does not say the name of the other singer.
1: Well, let's assume it's Rachel because we'll assume. Come on, guys. Well, first of all, it sounds this the same like the same person to me. And really, if you've heard one female backup singer, haven't you heard them all? Of the white ones, I mean. Don't give me that <laughs> oh, okay. look. Better, better. What I can say, I can say all white white women sound alike. As a white woman myself, <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Yeah, all right. So the harmony's great. Authority song, uh, song course rocks. It does kind of sound like a fake movie made for a. Or sorry, a fake song made for a movie. Yes, Agreed, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, um, but we'll we'll jet along here. I'm gonna play 304. This is they're they're rocking the course for a while, and then midway through the the drums change from that normal beat that they've been doing throughout the song mm-hmm. to um, a, a faster, maybe a more punky beat. Um, just it's mm. a little more must-have musty mustard that it gives to this part of the song.
2: <laughs> I don't see my too high
1: authority song Excellent. yeah that that Excellent. just the faster sn- sn- just more more snare hits give it a little more oomph. yeah oomph. I like it and I don't care that you hate it and think it shouldn't have made <laughs> I the album I did not say that I did not say that anyway Danny's number three song let me tell you it sucks ass. Not, in
0: my, not in my top five okay okay
1: here we go here we go what are you are you done Yep, that was all for me, With man. Authority song. Okay, yeah, just. Okay. Yeah, You're I... Ready? Okay. I'll no, no, just say one more thing. Oh, did you want to play your third song? I'm not alone
2: the TV's
1: on, yeah. So I guess Danny is playing Hear You Me again, even though we already heard it. Yes, that's Who You
0: Me. (laughs) Bleed American off of Bleed American by the Bleed American and
1: the Jimmy Eat Worlds. That's going to be us, like, both recording from bunkers after, like, some nuclear (laughs) disaster and, like, we've just gone absolutely crazy.
0: (laughs) This song is excellent. It's so, like, heavy for a Jimmy Eat World song. I remember seeing the video for the first time when the album came out or when they released the single or whenever on MTV2 maybe or or fuse and just being kind of blown away at like how hard and kind of heavy it was. Um it's got the video's great it's good you know it's simple video. It's got live footage and looks fun. Looks like it looks like they're having fun. Uh again got some great great of that uh the Jimmy Wiggle that's what I'll call it. oh Uh, man old jimmy wiggles here listen everyone listen for the jimmy wiggle (laughs) (laughs) it's really good and 155 ish what i'm actually gonna go 154 sorry sam and joe's Uh, Oh, another great bridge. I love that lead too it's not like complicated weird lead or anything it, it's it's exactly what it's supposed to be just like they always do for us
1: danny yes i had that same timestamp.
0: <gasps>
1: did we finally match up match.com no, we did not this was the last song that i cut oh but not before taking some notes Oh, okay, okay. So Bleed Americans hanging out in the, you know, 678 range. Mhm. I I completely agree with everything you said. Every once in a while they like to remind people that they can rock. Yep. Yep. And it's kind of similar, not so much like the songs are similar, but maybe just the way they're constructed to crush off clarity where mm-hmm. it kicks mm-hmm. in right away, like it it gives you that punch and it's pretty consistent all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. it's yeah and I I love that that bridge and that solo as well yeah um it just just fell a little bit short today sure but to sure. No, no fault of its own yeah so we are we're six songs deep yeah and, and not have,
0: one we have not matched up yet that's astonishing to me yeah. to be honest I've got i got you, one more thing to say about Bleed American okay and it is the growl at the end <laughs> Just that growl they get at the end, and they do it live too. In the live footage I watched and listened to, just Rawr. Right, right at the end. <laughs> Jesus, didn't know they
1: could do that, <laughs> but they do it. <laughs> um, I'd never thought of the growl. I mean, I I've, I've noticed it, but never really put that much thought into it. But yeah, it's they get they have a little more. What there was? A, there's another song on this album that I was maybe thinking about picking that. Does something that I remember thinking like, oh, this is like, this is essentially a metal part Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to remember what it was. I mean, it's just like
0: fucking that riff on get it faster is super metal.
1: The, the main one that makes this whole album worth buying. (laughs) Yes. Is that, that's not it. What the fuck is it? I mean, I'm looking at all the songs and I, I don't know, but, um, maybe, maybe it's not even off Bleed American. Maybe. I don't know. But, um. Yeah, they they have, I mean, I know I won't say anything further because I don't want to give any spoilers away, okay. but okay, they, they are known as being soft little emo pop boys, mm-hmm. but uh, hey, man. They can bring it. They can give it to you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm excited for Post Bleed because you might get a little bit of that. I'm excited for it too. I should probably give you that uh, playlist soon, huh? Yeah. I'll listen to See. it the day we record. All new songs. Yeah. Yes. Great. Okay. Okay. So here's my number two. Number 2 This got two more chances to match up here. So this is your number one. We'll see.
0: We'll see. If it's cautioners, I'm going to be pissed. I
1: like It's the Song So Nice. I listed it twice. (laughs) All right. I'm a little nervous now because I've made a bold proclamation. You have. Appraise course Danny is fingering number fucking one. That's your number one was number two earlier but then I I brought it up
0: okay
1: brought it up to number one we done did it we finally matched um appraise course. Uh, I'm sorry I got to it first. It's okay um it's- but because it's your number one. I will see the floor to you and, and let you take control of the, the timestamps and whatever you want to talk about.
0: What brought this up to the next slot was I was listening to the playlist and I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, these two songs, number one and number two, I absolutely love both of these songs. Which song would be the one where if they played live, I would lose my shit <laughs> and it's a praise chorus. For that sure. fucking bridge where, where Davy comes in, it's it's fucking amazing. Uh listen, you should listen too if you if you want. Um, but the episode of Jimmy Eat Pod and I don't care, or Jimmy I'm sorry, I'm sorry guys. Hey, uh Justin and Jimmy, I am sorry I got it wrong. Jimmy Pod world and I don't care. They have Davey on though, and they do an interview with Davey about that whole part, of that whole thing They the they Just got
1: fucking it. Davey,
0: dude. When you do a consistent podcast on one very popular band, you get some guests. Blink One Fifty Five had some fucking guests. Yeah, unscripted moments about Propaganda has had like every member of Propaganda on. Uh, Have they
1: had anybody famous on? N-
0: no. Um, and Pod Jimmy World has had fucking members of Jimmy World and
1: and. Davey
0: Von, B- Von Bolin, and maybe some other famous people.
1: So we're fucking up by like diversifying our portfolio and talking about different bands. Every oh day. yeah.
0: Oh yeah. We, if we picked one band and we're, we're consistent with that, we would have a
1: much larger listen, listenership. I'm sure. Okay. So we, our next project has to be like, I don't know what we're going to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, shoot. I don't know if we can even do this band because we're kind of in a similar boat with it, but I was thinking Coheed.
0: Yeah. but Where we just talk about the first two like and a half albums.
1: Three and a half, you fucker.
0: Second stage. Yeah. In Keeping Secrets. Mm Mm-hmm. Apollo. What's the one after
1: that? Uh, No World for Tomorrow. I never listened to that album. But, uh, sure, so if you want to say three, fine, but I will not say two and a half. I will not say Good Apollo is a half an album. There's two, there's two maybe skippable tracks on that album, okay. which means there's like seven skippable minutes out of like, you know, four hours or however long that album is.
0: Doing a pod on Coheed and Cambria would be fucking rad, but I feel like their fan base is too rabid.
1: That's true. Cause if we said anything about like the saga, mm-hmm. oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't even have I, my... Did you ever own any of the comics? I still have some, yeah. Oh, do you? Do you? I, yeah. I, I kind of wish I did. I got rid of mine. Uh, I, I, didn't I like the artwork. The, it, it is kind of that weird, like, computerized, like... I mean, I don't know enough about art to explain it, but uh, <laughs> it, it was kind of like when... when like, like, cartoons on TV did this, too, where it went from, like, what I grew up with as, like, Actual animation to mm-hmm. like all like yeah yeah computer animation I guess it, uh-huh. it kind of had that like too slick look to it in the cohesive yeah, comments yeah comics comics <laughs> I went to the comic book store I'm sure there was more than one I went to a comic book store mm-hmm. in Sacramento and got the what was it called like there's like some edition that each store gets that the artist signs oh. And, and so I got that. Uh-huh. Signed by Claudio. Cool. Do I still have it? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I hope so. Yeah. It seems like something I would want to have.
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay. Hmm.
1: Anyway. A praise TV chorus. world. <laughs> praise chorus.
0: Uh, speaking of choruses.
2: Your eyes tell the story. I'm the I'm good too. All I need is just to hear a song I I want to always feel part of this was in tonight Kind of that thing we were talking
0: about before What? No, no, go ahead, go ahead Kind of that thing we were talking about before where um, You expect a chorus to get bigger and louder and Jimmy at world says,
1: it's not the way we do it
0: here in Arizona.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to disagree with you here. Okay. I don't think that's the chorus.
0: That's the chorus according to genius.com.
1: Oh, well shit.
0: Yeah. You fucked up, buddy.
1: I stand corrected. You're going to get a knock I on always, your
0: door pretty soon.
1: I always thought of this song as like, I always thought of that kind of being the, the pre-chorus. And then it doesn't get to the course yet and it goes right back into the verse. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it gets to the course the second time around It is the way. I, I always considered the Crimson and Clover part to be the course. Oh, um, uh, no, that's but, a bridge. Yeah, maybe.
0: <laughs> but I don't know. It's a, it's a, a
1: 16th. note. I don't know what it is. It's, yeah, it's a 16th note. Um, <laughs> so I, I want to give uh, Rich Brunch another <laughs> little shout out here. Oh, Richie Brunchy. There's no need to belittle his name like that. I'm sorry, Rich. Mr. Brunch. Uh, that's Mr. Brunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is 33 seconds, and my note is just fuck that bass. Wish your time thinking. really really drives that part and it i don't know how much that's coming through for you but uh it not a lot but i've heard the song a couple times danny has no idea what part (laughs) i'm talking about he's i can see him still got cohen and
0: cambrian on the mind
1: he's looking at a google image result of a bunch of fish i think (laughs) he's trying to figure out what a bass is but is having some trouble and then uh so you already played that. Oh, another thing about what I'm calling the pre mm-hmm. um with the, the, all that palm muting. Yeah. The drums there are like it's like this like couple big tom hits mm-hmm. and then a flam on the snare and it's just it's super punchy um, and and <laughs> rhythmic, which is such a stupid ass mm-hmm. thing to say. <laughs> and then so can we can we just get to what uh, we'll agree to disagree. You called the bridge. I called the course, because you got more before that at two seventeen. Um, n- no, we can't get to
0: that because I, I have some overall feelings on this song, okay, uh, and well, I have something I want to play uh, and watch together as well.
1: Okay, well let's let's give the people what they came for. Okay. Want to hear the rest? It's gonna cost you. What, like a, a cost
0: of the CD or subscription to Spotify or something?
1: Yeah, I don't care where they get it. I mean, or you just oh, maybe okay, like okay. you know, okay. add money on YouTube. Really, it's kind of the cost oh, of sitting through. And an you ad. cut it
0: off at the best fucking part, man.
1: I know. Well, we're you're gonna make me watch it. And to be honest, uh, the more we talk about this song because it's your favorite, like I think I want to drop it down to like four. I hate you. <laughs> this song
0: it it makes me feel so hopeful and inspired and uh, something that the the Pod Jimmy World guys Justin and Delilah said was uh, this is the middle for adults because the middle is such a a kid teenager type song and this is that for adults, even at you know adults in your 20s even at 25, you got to start sometime like just because you're 25 and you, you know, you haven't picked up the guitar to learn to play. You haven't started a band. You haven't, you know, tried to go for that acting career or whatever, whatever it is. It's never too late to try no matter how old you are. It's the middle for adults.
1: I like it. I do. too. Also like you're 40. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm in my mid thirties. So we are, we're even way past who the appraise course is aimed at i i know but uh, but I, i'm
0: i appreciate that especially now in my fucking old age because i started a band uh, that got some small amount of success late in life later than most people do uh started this podcast that is what's below mildly successful <laughs> yeah. um technically existent yeah 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 this podcast that exists and and there are some people that actually listen to it and that's fucking this this is the
1: best thing we could say about the podcast it is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this exists and that's pretty (laughs) good thanks for putting a hat on a hat there danny Um, (laughs) you're welcome
0: It's like when I was Returns at at Dimple, I had to wear multiple hats.
1: You looked so stupid.
0: (laughs) All right. All right. Have you... Did you uh, open up Watch Together yet? Yes. Okay. I
1: fucking hate this song.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why do you hate this song? Okay. I want you to get out of Watch Together. Like just go to a different tab. Go to a different tab. Don't close the window.
1: Okay. Go to a different tab or something. I am now... On the website, aesthetics.com it's a okay. play on aesthetics, but with the word ice, and it's a database of every um, National Hockey League uh, jersey, like for every team in their history. So you can go back and see what, you know, what the team wore in the '70s if you want. So that's fun. Hold on. I guess I. Okay. Whoa.
0: Wait, are you looking at it?
1: Yeah. Oh, you son of a bitch. Oh. This sounds like a different song, though. It does. This sounds like a... Queensryche. (laughs) Doesn't it? Well, this, that guitar part... It's so I, fucking loud
2: The uh, Jimmy 8
0: Pod guys That's how I, I found out this existed And I Like lost my shit And I was like oh my god this is amazing They said it sounds like uh, The Jimmy 8 World song 10 Before the vocals to I think Sounds like Queensryche
1: It sounds like Queensryche I've never listened to
0: Queensryche
2: before
1: Me neither The only reason I know The song that this sounds like Is because it was on one of those CD compilations That they would advertise Like at night on Comedy Central Yeah, yeah, yeah And you bought it I did not buy it. I think it was called Monster Ballads. Oh, yes.
0: Okay, I'm going to skip to the bridge. I want to hear how they do the
1: bridge. Okay, then we'll listen to the chorus after. do the same part we just listened to. <laughs> I know, but
0: the bridge chorus comes next. That 16th note is coming up.
2: Ooh.
1: know where this is uh
0: believe in la
1: was this during the ne- was this during the never ender i don't think it's that old okay i didn't see who the basis was that would have been a giveaway this is 24 oh well, okay yeah ah so see oh wait yeah that's the newer basis but josh returned at this point mm. When I saw them at Neverender, they had fucking Chris Penny. Ugh. Per- perfectly great drummer, just I didn't... Yeah. I had no no use for him. <laughs> I asked if it was Neverender because they did, like, you know, depending on what ticket you bought, you could uh-huh. see a acoustic show beforehand. Oh. Uh. That's the original drummer, right? I think. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Epperd, aka Weird Science. So that was Coheed um, and Cambria
0: covering the praise
1: chorus. Very fucking beautifully, if you ask me. It is. It was. Acoustic Coheed kind of infuriates me. It's Acoustic like anything
0: sucks. If like I I just wish they didn't exist. Or, or better yet, I wish they didn't, they were not allowed on a live stage. I only want to hear them recorded or played uh, through Zoom during this podcast.
1: I was actually looking for a lighter so I can act like I was gonna just light this on fire (laughs) since we hate acoustic guitars so much. Um, Hey, will you play, will you go back to the beginning of that? Okay. Just play like the first, I don't know, 15 seconds or something
0: okay <laughs> yep
1: yep is it just me or is there a little bit of overlap
0: there is definitely a similarity oh, shit
1: Someone was listening to Pink Floyd as a child. Yeah. Um, Let's play a little so bit, bit of the, 10. Okay, so not? so that was Silent Lucidity by Queensryche, and now here's 10 by some other band. Pearl Jam, I think.
0: Yeah. Sure, sure.
1: I mean, if we're going to limit it to... If we're going to compare Jimmy at World songs to only Jimmy at World songs, sure. <laughs> yes, but yeah. it's time we reckon with the fact that Jimmy Eat World is nothing but a modern-day Queens Reich wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shall we move on? No. Um, no okay. I, I have something embarrassing to admit. <gasps> I never knew Davey Von Ballen... Was on the song. Oh, really? I I had no idea. So
0: I don't know when I figured it out, but at some point I figured it out. But they got two singers, Jim Atkins and Davey, who have very unique voices individually, but also have a lot of like places where their voice their vocal style crosses and so it's really hard to tell where one is singing and the other is not
1: i agree i don't know if i ever knew there was another singer period Mm -hmm. i certainly didn't know it was davy um now when i first heard this song i didn't know davy existed exactly yeah yeah but i imagine you were you had been a fan of his stuff I knew of the promise
0: ring, but I didn't know uh,
1: anyone by name or
0: anything like that.
1: Okay. Okay. But yeah, I was like, oh, and also I didn't know there was a line that references him in the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Did
0: you, okay, did you think it's, they said, come on baby or come on
1: Davey? Well, I'm certain that if I thought anything, it was baby. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't know when it all like clicked. Cause I knew Crimson and Clover was a reference and I knew Mm -hmm. our house in the middle of the street was a reference. uh, Cause those ones are super obvious. Right. Um, And then, I mean, probably around the same time that Mm -hmm. I realized, Oh, why ever did we meet Davey von Bolin? Oh, now it's all like coming full circle.
1: Uh, I was the same. I knew Crimson and Clover though. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was. But I uh-huh. knew it like I had heard that before, like yeah, my mom had played it or something. Exactly. And Our House, I for sure knew. Uh-huh. I didn't know the Promise Ring stuff. I certainly didn't know the Motley Crew.
0: Yeah, I didn't know the Motley Crew until today, <laughs> listening to the podcast. And the, um, oh God, what was the other one? There's a They Might Be Giants. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one of them. And then, oh, fuck, I can't remember the other. There's one more reference to an old song. I that bridge is fucking amazing. And he wrote that whole part also because um, I read that today they, as well. I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like the song written, but they they needed something else. And so they they sent they called him up and asked if he would
1: he would do that uh, right apart. And then he wrote well, the and part. They, and they said in like the request, mm-hmm. sing something that I know or that we know. And that was part of the song.
0: Oh, interesting. OK, OK. And then, and then, yeah, they had to also, they ended up having to give a pretty big percentage to the Tommy and the Shandells or whatever for using Crimson and Clover. Huh.
1: Well, worth it. Yep. It, I mean, if you ask me, yes. So I am now ready. I am now ready to get to my number one. Numero uno. And hopefully your number two. Yeah. How are, you, how are you feeling about the chance for overlap here? I mean, pretty good. I and think based it's on what's left good. on the album.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think this
1: is my introduction. Oh, that's right. Ro- okay. Yeah. Sorry. You're number two. Your introduction, which just means that you get to press play on your phone instead of me. <laughs> Fine. Yep. And enjoy your moment. Sweetness. What, why'd you stop
2: it?
0: <laughs>
1: That's what you get right. for stopping it uh, on the last song. It's just about to really get into my airdrum. Okay. <laughs> it's probably for the best. My shoulder is forever wonky. One of, if not the first Jimmy Eat World song I ever heard.
0: Thanks to two demo versions that I had downloaded on my computer back in the day before Bleed American came out. Where are they now? lost to the sands of time one of them is on the clarity deluxe edition but i don't know where the other one came from or where it went a fucking amazing song a banger a goddamn amazing (laughs) drum part
1: What a great drum line it's so uh it's like so busy and yeah. relentless, but not in a way that like overwhelms you or is you mm-hmm. know t- too busy yeah, yeah, did yeah I say, yeah. did I describe it as busy but not too busy <laughs> It's busy but not too busy i can't remember I literally can't remember what I have said um, <laughs> and I love the opening of that song because mm-hmm. within a half second. Yeah, you're like, oh fuck, yes, yeah. like you're Instantly. just so ready. Um, this song is basically the same tempo and like rhythm for like its entirety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's such like I remember at the time I remember thinking it was such an interesting like constructed song because it just goes. It doesn't really have like it does have verses and choruses and a yeah. breakdown. But it's all like kind of just like one, like, it's like, remember when I yelled however many episodes ago and it was like one (laughs) solid wave? That's what Uh sweetness looks like. It's just a solid block of wave. It's fucking great. And so let's give this song its due. Let's not play more Silent Lucidity, (laughs) even though I wouldn't mind that. Early on in the verses, I love how there's that like kind of call and response, like Mm -hmm. that echo background voice Mm -hmm. thing. And you just get it twice, and then it goes back into, like, the super ass-kicking, loud drum part. (laughs) So this is 13 seconds to 25 seconds.
2: Okay.
1: So good.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the chorus hits, and there's a little lick. Yeah, buddy. There's a little lick. It doesn't do it again, I guess. Very, yeah, yeah. My timestamp wasn't very good, but I'll f- I'll fix it in post. Don't worry, everybody. Great. But yeah, bah, that bah, little bah, lick, sim- similar yeah. to Crush. Similar yeah. to. Um, oh, was it Believe in What You Want that has like the the fucking shred, licky shred at the end. Of the chorus. Let's see. Misheard lyric. Let's see if I can even find it because I don't remember what it actually is. Oh, word, words,
2: word, words, oh,
0: when words lose their meaning. Uh, until today, I thought he was saying, What was this the
1: meaning? Yeah, I thought it was like, What was this to mean or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll probably still think that the next time I hear it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm still hearing what I what I originally heard. It's that it's that
1: Arizona accent, man. You can't so get through it. Thick, thick. Some memorable lines. So tell me, what do I mean? Mm-hmm. Whoa, oh, oh, yo. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and uh, stumble till you crawl is always something that will get mm-hmm. like very much stuck in my head. Yeah. Were you gonna play uh, anything from the bridge? Uh, I do have a timestamp for the bridge, and that would be my last. Time okay what what's your timestamp 139 Hey mine was 138 <gasps> Ooh. This needs to be a video podcast. I know. It really does. Uh, unscripted. <laughs> at the same time, we were both just like, let's finger that air piano. <laughs> <laughs> the, that part is great. It is
0: great. It, it's a nice, it's nice and simple. Just some, ooh, some nice oohs and os, And then the easiest piano part ever. I don't know. It'd be easier if you only had to hit that note once, but uh, you sure, have to hit sure, it sure, constantly. Sure, sure, sure. I hope they didn't like have to hire someone. That's all. That's all I, I'd have to you say. You hope? I, Why? I, I hope they didn't have to hire someone for that. Why do you care? I don't know. I, want them, I They weren't a big band at this point. You gotta save your money where you can, guys.
1: Well, fucking last week, you were criticizing them for having a money grab <laughs> in order to fund <laughs> uh, fund clarity, right? It's not a, was it,
0: it's not a criticism.
1: Okay. Yeah. People normally say "money grab" in a good way. <laughs> wow. Oh, and also, just realize you you saying that, um, coupled with the abbreviation of this band, you sir have just canceled <laughs> yourself. You did that, not me. Uh-huh. That wasn't that wasn't a thing. I I my brain made mm-hmm. me think. <laughs> uh, another thing I really like about that bridge is it's the only part of that song that really like deviates from the rest of it. Yeah. 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 Uh, And so it's just like this little like breath that you get before going back into it. Mm -hmm. And because we like it so much, Danny, yeah, we are going to hear just a little more of that sweet, sweet piano. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. This is at the uh, 312. The song is closing up shop. It's good! Mm Mm-hmm. Agreed. Oh, also, I should say, uh, this is my number one. Oh, yes. That makes sense. Yeah. It's my number two. It was my number one. Yeah. And Praise Course was two? Mm Mm-hmm. But then I switched them. Yeah. We had the same top two. None, -hmm. None. three through five, nothing the same. Um, Interesting. Interesting. You are going to make fun of me for what I want to watch together sweet yes. but it is <laughs> uh i don't know why i always like watching these if they exist so danny join me will you we are going to watch nicholas cage we're gonna watch jimmy eat world perform sweetness oh. on letterman sweet ni- yes. 19 years ago it's astonishing how good this performance is for yeah. being a cable TV performance.
0: <laughs>
1: Can you hear? Yes.
0: Okay. Abby Thomas Jimmy and, Jimmy <laughs> and Jimmy Eat World. very much. Our next guests moments ago were stuck in the elevator. Is everybody all right? Was it like the darkest hour of your lives? all right well i'm glad you're all right take a couple of deep breaths all right thank you remember no sarcasm (laughs) our next guests are a wonderful rock and roll band and the last time they were on the program they blew the roof off the dump and they're back here
1: again tonight this is their self-titled cd please welcome jimmy (laughs) self-titled yeah they're in new york
0: little intro on that one intro to the intro
1: get it Tom (laughs) that bass sounds so good just some nice boys yeah this does
0: sound really good yeah for like a TV performance too I can what does Tom's shirt say
1: Tom is killing those notes he really is I like how as far as I know Tom has gone through his entire Jimmy world career with one guitar yeah <laughs> I like the jim Atkins
0: signature telecaster i'd I'd, uh, I'd own one he has a telecaster he has well I mean he has a signature telecaster. I did not know that. Yeah. They're really nice.
1: Maybe I'll buy a couple. Okay. I'll take one. Oh, it's a braid shirt. Oh. Sick. What'd you think? slide. Yeah. That was a pretty good one. Unexpected. I was watching that last night, and I was like, oh, I got to get Danny's review. (laughs)
0: doing whatever he wants with those woes.
1: I like how Tom has Mm -hmm. never been... (laughs) He's never been afraid to uh, let everyone know that he's playing drop D. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hit it, Tom. Hit it! Are they all playing drop D? Zach is for sure on drums. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think Jim's holding a chord chord. I know my sundown is drop D. Hmm. The opening to uh, Futures is drop D. But I don't know... I don't know. Hmm. I feel like Tom is a lot though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that was a really good performance. They're good. Yeah. And that was almost 20 years ago. Hmm. That sucks. <laughs> I'm I'm coaching players who were who were born that day. Post bleed American. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. by a couple of years. <laughs> It's only going to get worse. Yeah, well, shit, like, I'm starting out to recruit, like, I mean, they might be, when didn't Keeping Secrets come out? <laughs> it was, w- what month of 03? Oh, I don't know. Oh, God. I... October 7th, 03.
0: I can't wait for, uh, for us to do a month on Coheating Cambria. Mm.
1: What month would be... I mean,
0: coming? it has to be the month when an album came out. So it's either going to be second stage... Why? Just I don't know. Make a make a thing about it. Just like some random month.
1: I thought we were doing this because it was July. No, we're doing no this
0: because be- Bleed American came out twenty years ago,
1: July. Finally, finally, Jimmy Eat World will now get the promotion they deserve. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, thanks to exactly. us. Exactly. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Takes one to know one.
2: Uh, no!
0: Ah! <laughs> My feelings! <laughs> Oh, sweetness! Such a good song,
1: so good. I am um, listening to What's What's funny is, so you you originally had sweetness first mm-hmm. and a praise course second. Mm-hmm. I originally had a praise course first and sweetness second, Ooh. and then switched it. Ooh! So we both we had this a similar struggle, man. I but I I was pretty sure a praise course was gonna be year number one. one. I was like, oh, Davies in this. This is Davy's favorite, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. no doubt. <laughs> well, well, sir, is that it? I, I think that's it. Do you have any uh, overall overall thoughts?
0: Oh, Bleed American is a great fucking album. Those are my overall thoughts. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah, see, L- but,
1: little overrated. Uh, well, so is your face. So, well, you know. Who's rating my face? I don't know. Has pitchfork done a thing on my face? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Let's see. Um I thought you would have picked my
0: sundown actually.
1: Like just somewhere on the list? Yeah, in your top 5. It it was also getting consideration. I just I don't I don't know. I Yeah, man. I don't know. It's a good song. Yeah. I like it. It's I think I think where here you me is one of the best versions of that type of song. I think mm. there's better versions of my sundown type of songs. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um but but I like it a lot and it's it's a good closer and I was thinking about your your post-bleed American playlist and I'm like, am I going to give him all openers and closers? <laughs> like it for some reason that feels like cheating somehow, but mm. I mean, there's one for sure. I know that's not. It's like a track nine of thirteen or whatever that I'm gonna give you. But um, there's a lot of openers, openers and closers I want to give you because huh. hmm. they're good at it. Did you ever
0: listen to any of the B sides off of this album? Like when the deluxe came out?
1: Um, is that is that the like? Is it called "Stay on My Side" EP or "Stay at My Side"? Oh, no, 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 no. Is that something
0: different? That's something different. When the deluxe version came out, and they were like B-sides on singles and stuff too, but there was a song called The Most Beautiful Things, No Sensitivity, and Splash Turn Twist.
1: I don't think I've ever heard those.
0: No Sensitivity and Splash Turn Twist, I'm not a big fan of. Most Beautiful Things is good. And then they do a cover of that, the uh, Firestarter by the Prodigy. Which is, really which is pretty interesting oh that yeah. In, yeah yeah pull up on on uh spotify if pull up pull up the album and the deluxe version there's like a bunch of acoustic and like live versions and stuff of the different songs but yeah there's some b-sides i'm not a huge fan of the b-sides but all the like live stuff and demo versions are pretty cool to listen to just hear well, how could- the songs evolved
1: that that cover sounds pretty interesting, and it is, I don't know why I'm it is cool. so surprised, though, because it's like um, the early November covered Smack My Bitch Up. Did they? And no, they did oh. not. <laughs> I don't know anything
0: was, about either of those bands.
1: so I was frantically thinking of a <laughs> a band somewhere in the Jimmy Eat World orbit that would be sure to sure, say sure. covered Smack My Bitch Up. Yeah. I was thinking uh, of the stay on my side tonight EP and, and that had some good songs on it. Yeah. Um, I think I've listened to that one.
0: Like when it first came out, I think I listened to it, but yeah, don't remember anything off of it. Sure. Well, thanks for listening. Everybody Dante's given us a nice little yawn to sign off with.
1: <laughs> was that audible? No, no, it wasn't. Okay.
0: Yeah. Thanks very much for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoyed our bleed American episode. Uh, next week will be post bleed American songs because I Danny have never really listened to much bleed uh, I've never listened to much bleed American after Jamie world came out Cody asks, have you listened to anything in Dolby Atmos yet? No, I don't believe I have. Period. I've been listening to stuff, but haven't used my AirPods in a few days. Have you noticed that on... Oh, no, you're not on Apple Music.
1: I am not. Hmm. I'm a spotter guy.
0: You're a spotter guy. That's right. Okay. On, uh, on Apple, on their streaming service, they have new little logo above the, the music and it says lossless or it says like apple digitally remastered and it's supposed to be like some special audio thing what was the first thing you said lossless lossless what's that um so uh, file formats such as mp3 forget it never mind, never, J- mind. never mind it's fine it's fine or it's JPEG. jpeg oh god are uh called lossy. On behalf of the
1: listening audience, I apologize uh, for every time my the curiosity. file is copied. Sometimes I just think it's good <laughs> um, to engage it Danny loses in conversation, quality. get some more and so there are just a higher word file, count so out of a wave him, really. format
0: or FLAC format. And I aired this time. And, and you are being punished that, um, for it
1: as as our fans and, and that does not that's lose on quality. That's on me. That's, on me. that's something I take seriously. So, the entertainment value. To think about so just something for me to think about when I'm talking music with Danny or, and or trying to make a podcast. If you want to make something, if I want to make uh, really an entertaining podcast for you, I need to think um, about or, or what or I talked to Danny about.
0: <laughs> The file from your side. When I ask any a a question file, in the future, because it's I'm going to make sure it is um, it music based. Lose any quality every time um, we, we re-download some, so something that might be semi, semi on-topic. Also, and not that something note, that's going to get him it weird on a that when I have crazy tangents like this. this. To pod speaking me, of which, they need to be in an MP3
1: format. I just thought that was very weird. So Apple's got some like new labels on some of their songs. That's cool. Yeah. It might sound better. I don't know. Tight, tight, tight.
0: Yeah, yeah.